everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Pastor George from Grace City Church. And as you know, it's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. It's our mission to teach, train, and coach as the Word of God transforms. Happy New Year! Welcome to 2021. I know that God has some great things in store for you. I'm expecting great things. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men, the things that God has in store for you. But that scripture says, but the spirit reveals it now. I believe that the spirit of God is going to reveal those things he has for you. I believe that he's going to show you the good, perfect, and acceptable will for your life. Well, let's pick back up where we were in our last episode. We were at the end talking about David and his brothers and how the prophet came uh, to Jesse's house, which is David's father, to anoint the next king of Israel, but the oil was not flowing on any brothers. And I wanted us to think and, and ask ourselves and consider in our heart that is there a possibility that we have a given a false image to Christ and hoping the oil will flow on a false identity, a person we aren't really. And as the oil didn't flow on any of the brothers, so the oil will not flow on a person who does not want to present them true selves to the Spirit of God. And so the prophet Samuel asks Jesse, is there another brother? Is there another son? There's got to be somebody else. Because God sent me here, but the oil is not flowing. No, 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 no. There's got to be more to you. There's got to be more truth to this. There's something you're hiding behind. There's something you're hiding. There has got to be more. There's got to be somebody else. And he, he wants to know, is there another son? Is there something else? The father Jesse says, well, there's an old rugged shepherd boy in the bag. I didn't want anybody to know about him because David was born out of wedlock. David was born in a bad situation. The father messed around, real T version. The father messed around, got caught up, got caught slipping. And here's David. You know, in biblical times, being a shepherd was the lowest job you could have. The job of the shepherd belonged to the youngest brother because it was the lowest job on the totem pole. Nobody wanted to be a shepherd. And being a shepherd really uh, let people know your value. Being a shepherd really uh, allowed people to know how much you were worth and what your family and what society thought about you. And here's a little rugged shepherd boy in the back doing the lowest job, the job that no other brother wants to do because that's not who they are. But out of the field is coming a king. Out of the field is coming the truth. 
out of the the place of shepherding, out of the place of him washing and cleaning the sheep, out of that place of him doing the work of a shepherd, out of that place is coming a king. The father calls David, which is unusual, because when guests come, there's no need for the rugged shepherd boy to be present. But he's the God of miracles. He's the God of the supernatural. And David comes and the prophet turns over the horn and the oil flows over the truth. The oil flows when the father can no longer hide the son who says I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. The oil flows over the shepherd boy whose name is David. And after that day, the hand of the Lord is is on David's life and God begins to elevate David and bless David and promote David and promotes David so until uh, after a series of events, he ends up in the king's palace. And at this time, Saul was the king and David ends up in the king's palace. He's serving the king. He's a warrior. Not only is he a warrior, he's a musician. He is following the rhythm of his life. He's following the prophetic word of his life and he ends up in the king's house. What better way to say I have arrived than being promoted from the sheepfold, being promoted from being a shepherd boy to now being the king's personal minstrel to now being a warrior and the women in the city cry, David has killed his 10,000. He's a mighty warrior. David has killed his 10,000 and King Saul has killed his thousand and David has finally come to a place where it seems like life for me is no longer a crystal stair. Life for me is now going to be made easy. I'm the rose that grew from the concrete. But after a while, there's trouble in paradise. (laughs) Yep, that was the place God ordained for him. Yep, God wanted him to be in the king's palace. But just because it's God's will does not mean it does not involve trouble. Just because it's God's will does not mean you won't find yourself in chaotic and confusing predicaments. Matter of fact, brothers and sisters, I'd like to submit to you that attached with God's will is another level of warfare. It's one thing to do wrong and experience trouble. It's another thing to be in the right position, the right posture, trying to do the right thing, and you experience warfare. Warfare then becomes a sign that I'm not doing wrong, but I'm doing right. David finds himself under attack so because of the jealousy of Saul, even though God put him in that position that he now has to live life on the run. Wait a minute. 
This is the young man who was called out of the sheepfold, anointed to be king, called to be a, a serve in Saul's house, who is now running for his life. And David runs so until he finds himself in a cave, and the cave is called Abdullah. <laughs> David, the shepherd boy, anointed king, who the women praise for killing 10,000, now finds himself running from Saul, from the very person who should be covering him, from the very person who should be protecting him. David finds himself in a cave, in the cave of Abdullah. Hey, that's my time for today. I pray that you'll join me on the next episode as we continue the story about David. And as we continue the next episode, we'll get more into the cave of Abdullah. Thank you for your time today. I love you. See you soon.